gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabre Cast. <laughs> and I'm Nikon. For take two, episode 27. <laughs> My brain froze in the middle of the first one, but we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're better than ever. We don't have any corrections because it's been 15 minutes since we finished recording yep. the last one. And we also don't have to do rock, paper, scissors. That's right. Because I, I was a loser last time. Loser. Loser. It's great also, for I my guess, self-esteem. I'm going to guys... tell Danielle. Oh, Holly. <laughs> so I'm <sad>. kidding. <laughs> Holly. Also, I hope you guys enjoyed my sick teaser for this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if anybody stuck around for the last If anyone heard part. it, we won't tell you where it is, but it was yeah. there. It, it was, was there. there. Nikon did a little announcer. Welcome to the Macabre cast. Anyways. Yes. Anyways. Holly. Take it away. I will take it away. Um, Ooh, <laughs> all the way to Italy, right? Yeah. I will take it all the way to Italy. Where we have a serial killer in our midst. Bum, bum, bum. Also, I've been playing with the base of my microphone this entire time. I just realized it didn't make sound. Okay, cool. it's just if you tap it. Classic Holly. I, I just need just something to like play with like, in my hand. Call, it's called a no. stim. Oh yes, I need to stim. Um, but for this one. We are going to be all the way in Italy, looking at one of Italy's famous serial killers, uh, who is also a woman, so like... Iconic. Great to break into the industry. Um, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Girl bossing. Uh, <laughs> like, don't murder people, but like... But girl boss. Yeah. Um, as long as you call it girl bossing. It's fine. It's yeah. fine then. But Leonarda... I really should just look up her last name and how to pronounce it's it. Late. But How's it's... It it's... I think it's Sianzuli. Sianzuli? Because it's, or it's like, or it's Kianzuli or something. Okay. Kianzuli? I need, I need everyone Is to know. Is it C-I-A-N? Yeah. I would say Kian. Yeah. Kian. Kian. Yeah. Kianzuli. Because it's C-I-A-N-C-I-U-L-L-I. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the end of that. I refer to her as Leonardo from here on out. So. Excellent. Let's. Uh, <laughs> that's fine with me. Yeah. Well, you should be grateful because I'm an expert on Italian pronunciation. Oh, are you? Rigatoni. As in Italian, <laughs> as so many people say. I just like to yell pasta names. <laughs> to clarify, I know to... that Nikon is not Italian. It's a meme. I don't know, so I don't speak Italian or have any idea how to pronounce Italian words. I just like just pasta names, but I don't even say them right half the time. <laughs> and I also want to you're say spagliato saying, with everything. You're saying it like just with an accent that's like the Papa Murphy's voice. <laughs> it's like fucking Mario. Yeah, like, that's the Papa Murphy's voice. Um, but Italian aside, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We my sources for this. Oh yeah, sources uh, are good. Wikipedia, nice. BBC.com. I love BBC. Nice. Um, a web archive where I found like old articles from the 1940s. Okay, that's about amazing. This. Yeah. Um. Uh, Museo Criminal. Okay, Museo Criminologico. Mm. Ooh, that's a fun word. Yeah. Uh, 
time.com which also had some old articles nice uh murderpedia.org i love murderpedia Mm -hmm. all that's interesting love all that's interesting investigation discovery i love investigation (laughs) discovery and sana criminist.com which was in italian and i had to have google translate it oh my for God. me i've done so. that a couple times for a couple different ones <laughs> yeah and it's always a it's always so comical yeah because it just doesn't translate right but it, it's not i get the general idea yeah it's not bad no. it's just like a little off yeah there's some things where i'm like i don't think that's actually what the article said yeah and i don't think that's how they said it yeah um but sources aside uh, welcome to the episode about one of Italy's famous serial killers, who was otherwise known as the soap maker of Correggio. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Back um, to the soap theme. Yeah, back to our soap theme. Before we get into anything, though, I will do a general content warning yeah, on this one. Yeah, I should one. have done that for mine. Um, because it is, like, she is a serial killer, so there will be, like, gruesome details and... This one can be, like, particularly brutal because of the specific disposal methods that Leonardo used. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there should be a, like, a trigger warning as well for mentions of suicide and, like, related themes. Yeah. Um, so, a general, war- a general warning to everyone involved. Thank you for um, that. Yeah. But let's start with who Leonardo was. I'm ready. Um, she was born on April 18th, 1894, or some sources said 1893. It's neither here nor there. Um, but she was born in Montella Avellino, Italy, to Emilia Dinolfi and Mariano Cianciuli. 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 I don't know. Um, and Leonardo's memoir, which she did write a memoir. <laughs> uh, it That's was like wild. it was like over seven hundred pages long. Yeah, she really went for it. Um, but in her memoir, she wrote that she was that that she was ep- epileptic, and oh that God. her parents thought that she was a burden. Oh, and sad. that her mom hated her, and constantly told her that. Um, Don't do that. Yeah yeah so like that mom is canceled yeah and like would constantly and like they had other kids too and they were like you're terrible like you're the worst child we so they were all just hating on just her yeah well the parents were like you we like your siblings better that's so sad yeah well according to her memoir so Mm. Uh, that's true an unreliable narrator yeah for sure yeah she she did attempt suicide twice in her youth um once her family saved her from hanging herself, uh, the other time the rope broke. Um, she also apparently tried to swallow glass. Oh. And that didn't work either, which is surprising to me. Okay. Because. Yeah. Where did it go? <laughs> yeah, like you swallow, like, because it, the article was like she swallowed the glass and I was like, what? So what, so, did she just like. It just was fine enough to not be an issue. I don't that know. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And also, like, fine glass is still dangerous. It's still, yes. Yeah. Or, like, maybe it was just, like, that bad glass where it's, like, not sharp, you know? And yeah. it's fine. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what the? But, yeah. 
I do want to like also put the caveat in that like she I don't doubt that she had like a really shitty childhood. Oh no. You can feel yeah. as sorry as you want for the kid. Yeah. And like version. it's not not an excuse for anything that she did later, but I think that having the background of her like mental state and some of her like because like it it was very obvious that she was dealing with like a lot of anxiety and depression especially Mm -hmm. later Mm -hmm. um so like having the knowledge of her mental state as well will be helpful for helpful for what we talk about later Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. in 1914 or possibly 1917 uh articles okay. were unclear nice um <laughs> all right then leonarda would have been around like 19 years old okay or like 22 depending on which date you go with oh my God. um but she I mean, all right <laughs> sure she married Raphael pensardi who was a registry office clerk which i would like to note that it's interesting that she kept her last name um, and yeah. I'm not sure if that's specific to, like, I know that there are other cultures where, like, taking your husband's na- last name isn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm, like, wondering if if that's how it was in Italy in, like, the early 1900s. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, Good. I mean, like I said, she's... She's a boss bitch. Yeah. She's girl bossing everywhere. She is. I'm not going to lie. I'm waiting to see if she gatekeeps or gaslights. She definitely gaslights. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she gatekeeps them? Girl boss. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Check um, girl boss. Check girl boss. Yeah. Check. Let's. We're going to get We haven't gotten to any okay. of the others yet. Well. Um, but I hear it's coming. Yeah. But he was, he was a registry office clerk. Her parents actually planned for her to marry someone else and this was and she fell in love with Raphael and was like I'm gonna marry him you can't tell me what to do oh my god is this a Disney movie yeah well for now uh (laughs) daddy I love him but daddy I love him (laughs) so stupid but daddy I'm 16 yeah uh (laughs) actual child yeah um but so when she married him they like strongly did not approve but it also seemed like they didn't approve of anything that she did ever okay um, so fuck them yeah okay yeah. leonarda claimed actually that her mom cursed her and Raphael, um which it honestly kind of seems like she did because in in 1927 leonardo was imprisoned for fraud um not sure what the fraud was what? but she went to prison that was so random yeah all of it was like a throwaway sentence in all of the articles that oh i read oh my god yeah um nobody cared to like look into what the fraud Jesus was Christ. No. um apparently not then they moved she and Raphael moved to lariano in alta irpinia in and in 1930 their home there was destroyed in an earthquake what the um, fuck <laughs> yeah um, they, That's so much. Yeah. They then moved to Correggio, where she opened a small shop, and, like, all the neighbors thought she was really nice, a very gentle woman, uh, a good mother. Okay. Um, also, in the vein of the curse, she 
over the course of her marriage with Raphael, she was pregnant 17 separate times. I'm sorry? Yeah, 17 times. Holy fuck. Um, Three three of the children, she miscarried three of the three of the pregnancies. Um, so only three? Only three. She gave birth to ten kids <gasps> and ten of those kids died when they were young. Oh my god. And then f- she gave birth to four other children who survived. So out of her 17 pregnancies, only four of her children survived. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Which, like, is absolutely, like, that would make anyone have any kind of mental break. Like, that's... That's insane. The the amount of, like, trauma your body would go through from having 14 pregnancies where you give birth 14 times, uh. but then also having three <sighs> miscarriages. Which... Which, in and of itself, is extremely traumatic. Yes. Oh, and she was abused when she was a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm like... I feel like this is one of those, like, you know, how there's always, like, the villain's backstory where you're like, oh, yeah, that's why they're That's why villain. they're like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what she did totally but, yeah. yet. But yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Okay. I'm, well... Okay. Yeah, so I'm she fine. was, like, she was incredibly protective of her remaining four children understandably obviously yeah because she was like literally 10 of my children have died that's so fucked up in like their like very young ages you know like and like infant mortality rates at that time were like pretty bad but like that's still that's so traumatic that's still so incredibly difficult um and i we also don't know how consensual yeah the 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 pregnancies pregnancies were. were So, yeah. Well, and then she already, like, I feel like you can't go through 17 pregnancies without experiencing postpartum depression at some point. And then she already had, she already was suicidal at one point in her life, too. So it's just like so, so many things working against her mental state in general. Um, But yeah. So, yeah. Her four surviving children were Giuseppe. Nice. Uh, Bernardo. Nice. Biagio. Nice. And Norma. Nice. Um, no, Norma. Hi, 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 I'm Norma. Norma. <laughs> um, she also apparently had gone to a fortune teller because she was, like, into the spiritual side of things. Cool. Um, and I will also... I will also note that all of the articles oh, use yeah. a slur for the Romani fortune teller. Yeah, the G word is a slur, my friends. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people in the U.S. don't know the context of it because mm-hmm. it's not specific to U.S. cultural context. It's yeah. specific to, like, European. West... Yeah, to European contexts. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, like... Roma or Romani population in Europe have been like systemically discriminated against for like a very long time mm-hmm. and continued to to continue to be to be yes. discriminated mm-hmm. against and the like the common term for Roma or Romani people is is a slur yeah it's yep. just like not one people don't consider it one in the u.s because people don't have the knowledge 
around contexts a lot of time or they just don't care and they're being stupid that's true um yeah but also like you don't need context to be it to be told this is racist stop yeah, saying that but a lot of people don't know that it is i know but because, i'm just saying that yeah, like cuz a lot of people don't know that there is i mean no i i, I didn't a specific know group until, of people yeah <laughs> i didn't know until more recently honestly yeah i mean i didn't either and i like it wasn't a term grew up i used much yeah. yeah yeah well you you spent a portion of your childhood in hungary so yeah my my little sister is half half roma or mm-hmm. romani mm-hmm. like yeah but i didn't know about it until college Mm -hmm. so and i didn't either yeah Yeah. um but just so like some some little like educational tidbits there yeah and like Um, if you happen to hop into these sources too it's it's gonna use the g word yeah um but so she had gone to a romani fortune teller um and they told her that all of her children would someday die um oh yeah i mean true Except for the four. So she was, like, extremely stressed about her four living children. No, but I'm saying that they will someday die. That's... Okay. Okay. All right. Literal. It's... <laughs> yeah, but... I always am like that with fortune, because I'm like, how are you tricking me? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's the trauma. Um... <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> damn. But damn. I Holy shit. <laughs> Holly's fucking calling me out. Damn. <laughs> On a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> On a fucking Thursday. I gotta. Um, she then went to see a, another another Romani woman who practiced palm reading to get, like, a second opinion, basically, because she was like, I can't have all my <laughs> going, children die. <laughs> going for a second opinion on your fortune is my fucking yeah. favorite. <laughs> um, and this time, she supposedly told her, which, like, I don't know how accurate this one is because it's too accurate, you know, to what happens okay. later. Okay. Um, so this spoilers. might be like, you know. Yeah. So she supposedly told her, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. Um, some sources also say that the prophecy said that Leonardo would spend 30 years in a prison and three years in an asylum. Um, Leonardo was very superstitious and some people think that that superstition okay and like her belief in it because she like took these prophecies like like, literally like very to heart heart and was like okay this is what's gonna happen yeah um and was super concerned about her remaining four children dying um understandably so but some people think that her like intense intense belief in superstitions Mm -hmm. could have been a result of depression and anxiety from the like many miscarriages and Um, deaths of her children i mean which like makes total sense to me and i'm like yeah like you have to have something to cling to and also like if you're a little bit manic about like the way that you're caring for your four remaining children like after you've watched 10 of them die die. yeah and had three miscarriages like that makes like it's not great but it makes sense no but oh Um, my god just wow yeah Mm -hmm. now for the murders okay thank you Uh, (laughs) that's i can handle the murdering yeah um the cut the the 10 miscarriages i know it just that's a lot for me right now i like couldn't 
I couldn't wrap my brain around it when I was I have researching like such it. a violent uh, fear of pregnancy. Yeah. So yeah. how dare you? <laughs> I know. Um, I should have done a trigger warning for pregnancy at the beginning That's too. That's fine. Um, but I'm, I'll survive. Yeah. But now for the murders. So for Brooke, it's a lighter topic. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> In 1939, um, Leonardo found out that her oldest son, Giuseppe, who was her favorite child, apparently. Fucking icon. Um, <laughs> that he was going to join the Italian army to fight in World War II. That's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so because of that, and because of the prophecy mm-hmm. that all of her children oh. would die. Sorry. I was going to say, so we're like in fascist Italy. Yeah. We're in fascist Italy yeah. now. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, with yeah. four children that she's like stressed and being like, I don't want who anyone to kill them. Too. Who are now grown up enough to join the Italian army. Jesus yep. Christ. Yeah. And fucking Mussolini's around. Yeah. Um, so she somehow came to the conclusion that the absolute only way to protect Giuseppe was to perform human sacrifices as a way to guarantee his safety. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> that was not the turn I thought it was going to take. Yeah. To be fair, that is from her memoir. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, for okay. whatever reason, she decided that she needed to kill her neighbors who, who came to her for help. And they would be the human sacrifices. So, like, anyone who was like, I need your help with something... She was like, I'm going to kill you. She was like, people coming by, oh, I need to borrow a cup of sugar. Yeah. Well, I guess also good context is she was superstitious, and she also practiced, like, her own, like, palm reading or, like, fortune. You know, like, she yeah. practiced her own stuff and would help community members with right. with stuff, too. And right. so, like, there were other women in the community who would come to her to be like, hey, can you find me a husband? Like, can you help me? Like, I want that to be me. You know, like that sort of stuff. I want that to be me <laughs> so bad. I, yeah. I don't know how to express to you how I want that to be me. Yeah. I, I would love <laughs> to give you a fortune. Excellent. Yeah. Anytime. So that, that was basically her. So, like, she did have people coming to her for help with things, like, normally, you know. Yeah. Um, the Her first murder... Uh, was one of her first murder yeah was one of leonardo's neighbors who came to her for help finding a husband um faustina said seti was a spinster she was our age yeah oh this is why you know that information yeah uh uh-huh it means but you know being a spinster at that time meant that she was a woman between an unmarried woman between the age of 23 and 26 so like she was most likely pretty young like it's possible that she was older but like she was probably young um we're spinsters <laughs> we are spinsters um leonarda told uh faustina that she had found a man for her um but told her not to tell anyone about it okay because instead because she was gonna have faustina like run away from the town to like go meet the man um, okay and Faustina was like, yes, I want to marry a Iconic. man. Um, so Leonardo told her 
that she should write letters and postcards to relatives and friends explaining that everything was fine so that when she left, of course. it would be like she could send them to her family and and they would know that everything is fine and that she had found a man to marry um, and had gone to be with him. Oh, my God. Like, that's the most classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So and and Faustina was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll write these letters. So Faustina oh like wrote postcards and letters to her family, being like, I'm fine. Like I, I went, like I went to marry this man. That, okay, um, that is so crazy. Like um, on Morbid, they were just talking about this on one of their newer episodes because they just did like a five part series on H. H. Holmes, which oh, was nice. Yeah, so so good. Elena did such a good job yeah. on her research. It was so good. And I didn't know this, but when he was, like, married multiple times, every single time he, like, did away with one of them, he would tell their family that they were going on vacation to Europe. And then he would just, like, tell them that's yeah. where they were yeah. over and over again. That's, and it's just like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I, it's so I, – I know that's – kind of irrelevant but i just think that kind of thing is insane well and some of these women actually like that she had write these letters weren't like super good like they weren't illiterate but they weren't like they didn't have the skills to like write the full letters themselves yeah so like leonardo like they would dictate what they wanted to say and Leonardo would like write it, write down, it down for them yeah. too. So it just like is interesting. That's um, so crazy. Yeah. But so after she had um written the letters, she like left and like went home or whatever yeah. and had agreed to come back a different time, you know, before she headed out on her trip. Um oh my God. so Faustina was like before Faustina was set to depart, she stopped by Leonardo's house. Um, Leonardo gave her a glass of drugged wine. Oh, God. And then used an axe. Oh, my God. Yeah, to kill Faustina. And she, like, pocketed the money that Faustina was going to pay her for her services of finding her a husband. What the hell? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, whatever belongings Faustina had with her. Um, oh my god! And she would have her son Giuseppe like dispose of the belongings. He like, knew? No, he, ap- apparently, apparently he didn't know about the murders. He just like was given clothing to sell. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So then, after killing Faustina, Leonardo dragged her body to one of her closets and hid it there. Um, and then she cut nice. the body into nine different parts and gathered all the blood in a basin. Um, That's a choice. Yeah. And in her own words <laughs> from her memoir, she, she wrote, um, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Uh, Yikes. Yep. 
was she making human brownies? Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Which, on one hand, on one hand, I'm like, there are blood sausages that exist, but that's animal blood. That's not a human. And not yeah. human blood. And, I mean... And it's, it's not someone who's been murdered. Yeah. So... <laughs> I agree. Oh, no. Yeah, terrifying. Oh, no. And also that she just was casually like, yeah, Giuseppe and I ate them too. Yeah, what the fuck? Because <laughs> before she said that, I was like, maybe this is like her... Because she seems to like have... Well, these are... I get, I'm very like about what her psyche is about yeah. this, like why she's doing this. To... And I'm like, what does she do? Is she doing this because she like hates the people around her kind of? No, she said she was doing it to save her son. As Like these are human sacrifices to to shield her son and keep him safe. Okay, so she thought she was supposed to feed... I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I was wondering if that was, like, an act of hate almost, because, like, I kind of could see that as Maybe. why she was killing these people, too. Maybe, except for everyone in the community loved her. Mm, they had, yeah, they I had, don't know. They had the taste for blood. Yeah. They liked it. Um, the caustic soda, which she had for soap making, is also extremely corrosive, uh, which oh, is course. why that was used that's what she used to dissolve the body um mm -hmm. and also eventually make soap with them she didn't do it with this first person i think though um the second murder <laughs> oh my god this is a lot yeah, for right now was francesca Sa salvi uh lanarda lured salvi. salvi no i'm fucking with you i know oh. um <laughs> Leonardo lured her in by claiming that she had found her a job at a school for girls okay. in a different city. Um, she she also asked Francesca to write postcards and letters to friends and family, which she did. Um, on September 5th... We do that if someone asks you. I know. <laughs> on September 5th, 1940, before her departure, um, Francesca went to Leonardo's house and... Leonardo drugged Francesca and killed her also with an axe. Okay. Um, Leonardo did the same thing to Francesca's body as she did to Faustina's. Chopped it up, boiled it down, made it become made mush. some cookies. Oh God. Yeah. Why though? I don't. I also, don't think know. about how bad it would smell. It would smell when yeah. you, she baked the the coagulated yeah. blood chunks until they dried up enough for her to mm -hmm. grind it up. Uh. Yeah disgusting so, that smells very bad yeah um so the third murder was virginia uh cassiopo cassiopo um virginia was a soprano singer wow at um la scala opera house oh she had been in her youth and had since been retired and was like longing to be back part of the opera oh scene. my god um cool. she uh leonardo lured her in with work as a secretary in florence working like with an opera house um and she was also told not to tell anyone where she was going to be going and to like write letters um wait was she giving her that as a fortune no, she was like she was setting like, oh, up I a know. job. Oh, so like, she was like, I can get you this job. Yeah, she was like a middleman of like, what the fuck? like you pay me money and I'll get you a job or a husband. Or, I don't know why, you know. but that immediately made me picture the temp agency woman in um, Broad yeah. City. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always chain smoking. Yeah, that's What's basically Leonardo. Oh, um, that's so funny. <laughs> 
but I can get you a job out of the city. Yeah. Just write me these postcards. <laughs> exactly. Ew. And like, it makes sense for, you know, them to be like looking for jobs. It's like World War Two is about to be happening. Yeah. And, also, you know, like people or is happening. Like networking like that was just how it was. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. And I will also highlight that for all of these murders, she took money from the victims that they had brought as like her fee. Yeah. And also their belongings. I was gonna say including, like did she just rob the rest yeah, of the She just off of them? Yeah, and like some of them brought like jewelry with them because oh, yeah, they were they like were leaving. Yeah, they were like, I'm leaving. Oh my god, yeah. she fucking scammed the hell yeah. out of them. Yeah. Um so Virginia she on September thirtieth, nineteen forty, she came to Leonardo's house and was again drugged and axed to death. That is so um, insane. Yeah. And in Leonardo's statement about this specific murder, she said, She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. Don't you think they'd get, like, an infection? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Also, just the line of that woman was really sweet was so chilling Uh, because I'm like, she's not talking about personality. No. No. She's talking about smell and taste. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. What do you think you would taste like? I was going to say that. I also feel like she's bitter. Nice. (laughs) I think I would taste greasy. Hmm. Hmm. I just think I would. Do you think it's just the fat? Yeah. And the the I'm so sweaty all the time. I feel like I would be weirdly sinewy. Because mm. I stim so much. You'd be all like, uh, like gamey. Gamey. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, but I was gonna say that I feel like she also like purposely did that as a like being clever you know oh i mean like yeah yeah she was sweet <laughs> yeah of course what a bitch i love it yeah, yeah. Also, God, terrifying fucking damn yeah damn absolutely terrifying mm-hmm. um virginia's sister-in-law actually started to become suspicious about virginia just suddenly leaving the area without saying anything um she had actually also seen Virginia last when Virginia was entering Leonardo's house. Oh my god. Um, she told the superintendent of police about her suspicions and they opened an investigation against Leonardo. They arrested her and she apparently, according to some sources, immediately confessed to the crimes and gave a detailed account of everything that she had done. Oh my god. Other sources, though, said that she didn't immediately confess. She only confessed when the police started shifting the blame toward Giuseppe and saying that he was an accomplice in it and, like, he was part of it. He had to have been part of it. And then when they did that, she confessed to everything, like, and was like, Giuseppe had no part in it. That's kind of wholesome. Well, I mean... Yeah. Except for Giuseppe probably had a part in it. Yeah, Yeah. but, like... (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah. It does show you like how, 
how how hard she'd go for her kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, it definitely was like child motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, from the start, yeah. Well, she was clearly doing everything for Giuseppe. Yeah. My thing is though, I'm like, did she confess to save her son? Yeah. Like, was he the instigator? Like, was or he was she the one? Yeah, yeah. Because um, we don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. When she was she was tried for murder in 1946, she made she maintained her guilt and also never showed any remorse. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, not good for her, but like, but good like, for her. yeah, but she actually like during the trial corrected the official account while she was on the stand. <laughs> um, <laughs> no way! What did yeah. she say? Um, uh, one account of it says, and it, this is a quote from one of the articles, um, at her trial in Reggio Emilia last week, poetess Leonarda gripped the witness stand rail with oddly delicate hands and calmly set the prosecutor right on certain details. Her deep-set dark eyes gleamed with a wild inner pride as she concluded, I gave the copper ladle, which I used to skim the fat off the kettles, to my country, which was so badly in need of metal during the last days of the war. Oh my god. Yeah, because they were like asking no about some way. of the tools that she used for <gasps> the murders. And like where they were now. Yeah. They yeah. melted that down and used it to kill people. Yeah. The thing that killed people was yeah. used to kill people. Yeah. Oh my god. That's insane. Yeah. It's um, metal inception. Metal, metalception. Metalception. <laughs> That's pretty metal. Yeah. But her correction of the of the like people during the trial makes me think that it was her who instigated everything oh, and yeah. not Giuseppe because like, I'm like you don't care? do that yeah. yeah um so Leonardo was convicted and sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in the criminal asylum just like the prophecy foretold oh mm. my god yeah which is why I was like suppose it's a supposed prophecy because I'm not sure if she like went back and rewrote history yeah. you know mm-hmm. but I fucking love a prophecy yeah um, so Honestly, she, I bet she might have just like misremembered what the prophecy was. Maybe. And been like, yes. It, it could have like, been like close. And then yeah. she was like, like, oh, it was 30 this. years yeah. and three. Yeah. 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 Um, but she, her memoir, uh, which a, a lot of the information actually comes from her memoir, which is a little bit faulty because she's not a reliable narrator. No. Um, but it's titled An Embittered Soul's Confessions. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a good title. Uh, yeah. Um, she she talks, like, a ton of the direct quotes and descriptions about her crimes come directly from there. Um, it is 748 pages. Holy shit. Yeah. She yeah. wrote. She spared no detail, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Um, some people do believe, actually, there's a good number of people that believe that her descriptions of herself are deliberate lies. Oh, um, like to make herself hot? No, like to, like, they don't believe that she, like, experienced some of the things that she claims to have or, like, that she didn't actually, like, she didn't actually dispose of the bodies in the ways that she claims to have. Oh, okay. Like some of the some of the details that like make it really gruesome, they were like these oh, don't add she's up. She's like yeah. writing for shock factor. Yeah. Oh my um, god. Because they 
that a lot of people also believe that her motives are something that she lies about a lot in her like memoir oh um because there's a good number of people who believe it's purely greed based because she stole from all of her victims right and that she which makes sense yeah and that she may not have actually dismembered people either um she she provided details of dismemberment and the supplies that she used to make the soaps like in in intense like specific detail like almost too much yeah but according to one article that i read the amounts of the amounts of material that she like because she like wrote the amounts that she so, like, used the, like, for the soap the making recipe. yeah so like they were like the recipe is all wrong that would never make soap and <laughs> yeah yeah so interesting um on October 15th, 1970, uh, when she was 79 years old. Oh, my God. Old. Yeah. She di- she died of a cerebral apop- apoplexy, um, which is a stroke, essentially. Um, while yeah. She died while she was in the women's criminal asylum. Um, and as a final little note... Um, I'm just like the, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, the the pot that she boiled her victims in. I thought I, for a second I was like, huh? <laughs> what kind of the what pot. kind of pot? Yeah, the pot that she boiled her victims in uh, is on display at the Criminological Museum in no, Rome. No way. Yeah, along with the axes that she used. No way. Yeah, there's I have no way. A picture. No way. Of the axes. <gasps> I thought you were kidding. No. Is this her? Yeah. She's so angry. Yeah, she did not live a happy life. She has a very, her nose is very angry. She has a Squidward nose. Yeah. And then these are the people she killed and uh, her son. Let me see. It's two women and the guy. No, no, no. Those are all three women. Oh, is it? Yeah. Gender doesn't mean anything. But yeah, she's the one on top, and then the three women that she oh, murdered. Yeah. Okay, I can see this better now. Squidward looking ass. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, Leonardo, the soap maker of Correggio. Oh my god. Goddamn. Yeah. Every time I use bar soap, I'm going to feel a little differently about it now. <laughs> yeah. Going to be like, is this human fat? Yeah. Yes or no? <laughs> is this adipose here? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. feel like I need to take a shower. I know. But I also feel like all soap is no longer safe. Yeah. Now I feel like I, I need to watch my wash myself with bleach. Yeah. Just just a good a good burn off the outer layer shower (laughs) oh yeah yeah so that's 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 giving him a lot of credit i don't know if he could stand for that long (laughs) (laughs) got him old man legs i don't think they're even considered legs anymore i got i got beefier legs than trump (laughs) fight me trump i would win in a fight against trump yeah hands down yeah. New favorite headcanon is me in a fist fight with Trump. <laughs> Imagine if you could just fist fight all the politicians you hate. 
Because you know they all suck. It'd be so easy. They're all like yeah. 80 years old. They're all 80 and like feeble as All you'd fuck. have to do is push them over. They've all had COVID like <laughs> They'd six break times. their hip immediately. Yeah. Like, it's so true. It's so true. Oh my god. Oh, no, Maybe just... that's my new therapy tactic. <laughs> <laughs> new, th- new therapy just dropped. Beating Pushing up. older over old politicians. Pushing over old politicians. <laughs> into puddles yeah yes and then tossing a life alert on them and then just running off help i've fallen and i can't get up (laughs) this is bad this is a bad conversation but um yeah so that's serial killer (laughs) wow i fucking loved it of course what are you putting in your cabinet do you know um i want to put her memoir uh, in, nice. in my cabinet. Simple. I love it. Yeah, because I want to read it. I do too. I, I do too, genuinely. I need to find out if there's like a translation mm-hmm. of it because I'm sure it was originally in Italian, obviously. Yeah. Oh! Um, that just reminded me of something I needed to tell the listeners. Mm. But I don't want to interrupt. You can finish. Yes. So uh, I will be putting, what, memoirs of a bitter soul or something? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I think this time i'm gonna put one of her soaps oh no just like wrapped up real nice you know real cute wrapping a real pretty with like a wax seal yeah 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 an adipocir wax seal oh no god nikon Mm. that's a hard one because all of this was disturbing to me (laughs) yeah oh that's probably good (laughs) Well, for me, especially the, like, suicide stuff at the beginning. Cause, yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, God, I mean, I just want to say soap, but I also really don't want to say soap. You could do cakes. The little That's human worse. cake. That's <laughs> so worse. much worse. What about a, a little vial of dried blood? <laughs> Why do up. they keep getting worse? <laughs> How about an axe? In that case, I'll do the soap. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to do the axe? No. How about the copper ladle that she gave yeah. to the government? Yeah, actually, no, no, no. Copper ladle is totally move. <laughs> that's a that's the move. That's yeah. the move for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's there's Nikon's comfort level. There's a lot in this one that that you could put in a cabinet. That's because all yeah. of it was stuff from her kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could also you could also do like one of the postcards that the victims wrote. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's oh sad. God. Yeah. That is. It's that one's that. that I also hits like think about the families, and I'm like, they probably received those after they found out that they were dead, or honestly, after they had already used that lady's soap. Yeah, and then found out, or eaten the cakes. Yeah, and then found out that they had eaten their own child. Ugh. Sorry, but they probably yeah. all lived in the same community. They probably knew yeah. each other. I mean, they all liked her. Yeah. Sorry, but they probably ate yeah. their own child. And That's then the devastating. Other person. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm, I'm sweaty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, thank you, Nikon, for... Holly, your tone of voice. <laughs> thank you, Nikon, for being... I was going to say a publisher, but that's not the right... The producer. The producer. producer. <laughs> thank yeah. you for producing. I produce. And thank you to um, Lachlan for being Lachlan. 
and to trainer for the intro and outro music. Love it. My favorite thing ever. I sometimes play our episodes just the beginning so I can listen to the music. Nice. Just on repeat. Um, And then also, uh, if you enjoyed uh, some very soap-filled episodes, please rate, review, and subscribe. I forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part. That part's important. Yeah. We've been liking looking at our ratings. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying it, so please continue. If you are interested in sending us some suggestions or you have your own experiences you want to send in that are spooky or you have corrections for us because we're crazy and we sometimes miss things, you can send us an email at our email, which is themacabcastpod at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Instagram if you want to with the same handle, at themacabcastpod. We post pictures of case stuff for this. Do you have pictures for this one? I do have pictures. I oh. just showed you a picture. You did just show me a picture. Yeah. Other than that, though, do you have other ones? or just that- um, I was, yeah, I have some other ones. <gasps> oh, my God, I'm excited. I love pictures. Mostly just a picture of her, um, but... An icon. Yeah. Can we call this episode Girl Boss Gatekeep? Wait. Gas Gaslight Gate. Okay, yeah, what's our gaslighting and gatekeeping for this one? <laughs> she gatekept because she didn't like she didn't let Giuseppe also be a, a serial killer. Yeah. Gatekeeping. Gatekeeping the serial killing. <laughs> exactly. She also gatekeeped. She also um, gaslit every single person she killed. That's well, true. <laughs> you know, her body Loki was gatekeeping the babies, so that's, that's true. That's also true. That's sad. That's really sad, but it's true. But yeah, yeah. so she was a full-on girl boss, gaslight gatekeep. I said that in the wrong yep. order. <laughs> Is it g- g- gaslight gatekeep girl boss? And then her right? name. That's the yeah. name of the episode. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I can't do a teaser for the next episode because I don't know what it's about. Because we don't <gasps> know what it's about yet. Next time on the Macabre Cast. Pride edition. Gay shit. Yeah. Gay shit. Totally. <laughs> exactly all right um well thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening and we appreciate you what's in your cabinet and good night